0: I think we're live on the podcast. Are we live on Rumble? I don't know, but we're six seconds into this bad boy and I got to start the podcast. It says we're not on. That's weird, but perhaps it will change. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Cogan show. Your favorite podcast, maybe not your favorite podcast, but it's growing on you. It's growing on you. We got a lot to get into. Let's just get right into it. I'm not even going to do the whole spiel of subscribing. You know what to do. I'm not sure why it's not working on Rumble, but whatever. Check up Ownership Economy on Rumble and you can watch it. So anyways, we got some big stuff. So let me just give you a quick rundown. We got Aaron Siri. Aaron Siri is a civil rights attorney and is works on behalf of his own firm, but also works on behalf of uh, ICANN which is related to The High Wire, which is Dell Bigtree. He's done incredible, incredible work. And um, he's an incredible lawyer, and he's been suing the CDC and the FDA and been on the front lines of the Truth-Telling Warrior uh, League, whatever you want to call it. And he finally, after like 400-some days, which he's going to get into in this clip I'm about to play, he got the records that we talked about on a podcast maybe three ago, and I've been asked from someone as well about this which is that uh, I believe the title of the podcast was like they have four, the CDC has four days to release the vaccine adverse events records related to the app they made. Like they had an app for people to check in. And the CDC is like, no, we don't want to release that because everyone's going to be so happy. They're going to fall off their chair. We don't want them to see it. Very strange. Well, well, Finally, after two lawsuits, you're going to hear from Aaron Seary himself. He won the case, and I'll give you a quick rundown. But it says, victory for lawyer Aaron Seary, who has finally obtained the reports that the CDC didn't want you to see, 7.7% of 10 million had to seek medical care post-injection. A staggering 25% missed work, and some had serious events affecting their normal lives the truth is coming out this was less than 24 hours ago this was on fox news this is a very short clip but take a listen and he raises a very very good point which is a really great point which is like oh you take this you're not going to miss any work and all of a sudden everyone's missing work and then we got more to get into with like australian forced vaccination and stuff but here we go let's play
1: this first doubt that it days you tell us from the time that you requested this VSAFE data v-safe is a cdc program where you just
0: kind of report how you're doing after you got the vaccine 463 days to get it why did it take so long in your estimation sir
1: it's a very good question why did it take numerous legal demands multiple appeals two lawsuits in fact before the CDC finally handed over the Vsafe data, which is already de-identified data for the most part that they provided, just two days ago, 144 million lines of code that they could have provided in a matter of minutes at any point. It's a great question. Maybe the answer is is that now that we have that data and we've looked at that data, of the 10 million users within VSafe, uh-huh. 7.7% of them had to seek medical care after vaccination. That is an incredibly high percentage. It appears to me. Yeah. And, and I, if I can and sir, sure I, just are, I put m- this
0: graphic it, up to kind of follow along with you, you're right. Seven point seven required sure. medical care. We're talking about emergency rooms, hospitalizations. There it is right there. And on top of that, not yeah. to, to go you one better, but this is your information. Another two point five million. We're talking twenty five percent missed work or school or had bad reactions to the vaccine. What's the takeaway for you from this? Is it significant?
1: It is. I, it seems incredibly significant. A big reason that they pushed the COVID vaccine is they said, look, not everybody's going to get, you know, seriously injured by COVID, but for many, it'll prevent them from having symptoms, being hospitalized, mm-hmm. uh, missing work. Well, now that we have the data, we could see that getting the vaccine caused 25% of people who got the shot within mm-hmm. this data set of 10 million people to miss work, to have some of serious Event affecting their normal life functions. Yeah. And you also put do out, leave it to folks like Marty.
0: Yeah, we leave it to folks like you to use your God-given critical thinking skills to come up with your own conclusion. Take this jab, and you will not be sick or miss work. Oh, oops, one in four of you actually did go to the hospital, but there's nothing to see here. Just go trust monopolist Bill Gates, who's a schmuck. Okay? He's a monopolist. This whole thing's corrupt. The whole house of cars is coming down. It's slamming down. But every time I think that it gets pushed back, but now I, now I think it's leaking. I think it's leaking. The fact that it's on Fox News is a big deal. It's a big deal. So let's get the record straight. One in four people who are associated. This is only people. This is only 10 million people. We gave this like four billion people. Okay. When I say vaccine, I'm talking specifically about the mRNA in India. They didn't use it in China. They didn't use it. So this is specifically to the Western world. Okay. What we refer to as the West and it seems very deliberate. Take this and you will be okay. And you definitely won't miss work. Oh, but 25% missed work and 77 had serious adverse events. Uh, well, we, uh, ooh, ah, e, ah, ooh, yeah. Okay, we've been right all along, total vindication, not proud of it. Well, proud of it, but because we're doing the right thing and giving you the truth every day. But this is crazy. Wait until, and I just downloaded, you can get all this data, you can go to the High Wire. I suggest you follow ICANN, which is a nonprofit associated with Highwire, where Aaron Siri does these amazing lawsuits. The guy is a true hero, a patriot, a great man, civil rights attorney, speaking out for the people. Fantastic so that's that okay that's that now let's move on to number two australia we got a lot of listeners in australia actually so australia just in case you didn't know let me pull this up if you're not watching on rumble check out the john the kogan show or ownership economy on rumble that's the channel name you could find it but uh we got good news and bad news actually it's all bad news so australia bill opens the door to forced vaccinations Yay, Australia, Western Australia, one of the most radical states down under, has passed a bill that grants COVID-19 officers authorization to strip people from their homes and vaccinate them against their will. Are you excited? It's like going to Disney World. The emergency management amendment legislation passed last year. The amendment includes, quote, powers of officers in relation to persons exposed to SARS-CoV-2 virus. I'm going to play a clip from Z Media. She's phenomenal. She's fantastic. She's a patriot. She's a hero. She's fantastic. So let me quote the bill for you, just so you understand the magnitude of what's going on here. Quote, while a COVID-19 declaration is in force for the purpose of limiting the spread of SARS-CoV-2 virus, an authorized COVID-19 officer may direct any person who has been exposed or any class of person who may have been exposed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus to do all or any of the following. The Western Australia bill reads a to remain in an area specified by the officer for such period as is specified by the officer. That's good. Don't worry about it. Stand there as long as I tell you to stand there in the sake of doing for the greater good. B to remain quarantined from other persons for such period and in such reasonable manner as is specified by the officer. Do as I say, bitch, that's what's happening. C to submit to infection prevention and control procedures within such reasonable period. And in such reasonable manner as is specified by the officer earlier this month, Australia dropped its quarantine requirements for people exposed to the virus effective October 14th. Mandatory isolation was one of the last restrictions to be lifted. But this new bill suggests that if another COVID emergency is declared, watch out, Western Australians could be forcefully removed from their own homes and compelled to submit to whatever infection prevention and control procedures are deemed reasonable.
2: Oh, put this in against your will. Let me play the clip from Z. She's phenomenal. Here we go. In ...Australia that will be in effect for the next two years, which
3: spells the most extreme overreach we have seen. An authorized COVID-19 officer may enter, or if necessary, break into and enter any place or vehicle. They can break into property without a warrant. Now, with all of the people claiming outrage over this legislation, we get to see someone point out this most alarming thing, that while the declaration is in force, an authorized COVID-19 officer may direct any person who's been exposed or any class of persons who may have been exposed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus to do any or all of the following, so not even confirmed to be exposed, may be exposed. To remain in an area specified by the officer for such period as specified by the officer. So unlimited. To remain quarantined from other persons for such period. Do they plan on putting people in camps? And to submit to infection prevention and control procedures. What does submit to infection prevention and control procedures mean? This is Australian legislation calling for unnamed officers, whoever they may be, to be able to lock people up and forcefully.
0: Don't ask questions. Shut your mouth. Welcome to being a slave in 2022. You thought we were making progress. Uh Uh-uh. Nope, we're going backwards, baby. And this time everyone gets to play. You bet your ass, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, the CCP, or some people refer to it as the CPC, if you learn your history, Xi Jinping, although there might be a China coup. Check out the book. May or may not happen. It was trending the other day. We don't know. But you bet their ass. We just grant. We. This is true. This is true. Let's pull this up. Let's pull this up from Alec and Substack. We just gave more funding to Wuhan. If you didn't know about this, this is real. You can get this from Alex Barron i sack. Ready for this? The White House. Pro- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wrong one. Bad shit crazy. Eco Health Alliance and Peter Dazik, you know, Daszak, the one who covered up the lab leak, just got a new federal grant to research Corona viruses. And I'll pull this up if you're watching on Rumble. By the way, I, I might do if you like the videos on Spotify. I know I took those away because I switched to Transistor. But I've realized that a lot of people watch that. So if you like watching on Spotify, please let me know. And I will switch back to anchor because I know there's no video that plays there. It's only on rumble. So let me know if, if that's like, if if you're one of the people that watch all those hours, because I'll switch it back. So just let me know, hit me up in the comments of the rumble video and I'll know, or you can email me at JSK at fyi. three letters, three letters, three letters. So batshit crazy. EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Dazik just got a new federal grant to research coronaviruses. Is the National Institute of Health this tone deaf or playing the long game? Like COVID, Peter Dazik won't go away. For two years, Daszak, a British zoologist in New York, has faced hard questions about his relationship with a Chinese laboratory experimenting on bat coronaviruses and his efforts to stop anyone from investigating if SARS-CoV-2 leaked from the lab. After repeated misstatements by Daszak on his relationship with the Chinese and his work on coronaviruses, he has become increasingly radioactive. Yet less than two weeks ago, the National Institute of Health, who is led by your favorite patriot, Fauci. Anthony Fauci, aka the corrupt politician who sold out the country and most of the Western world because he's also a schmuck. I don't have a better word right now except for schmuck. He's a schmuck. And I'm trying not to swear as much, but I will not self censor. He's an asshole. Uh, awarded Dazic and Eco Health Alliance, his nonprofit, a new 3.3 million five year grant for research on coronaviruses. This grant covers Southeast Asian countries. But its specifics are otherwise very similar to EcoHealth's previous work in China. Work at the heart of the controversy around the origins of, of SARS-CoV-2. And here is a picture of if you're watching it. Here's the actual grant. It's analyzing the potential for future bat coronaviruses emergence in Myanmar, Laos, and Vietnam. Peter Dazik. what the fuck is going on? This is absolutely unbelievable. They, you know what? The joke's on you. What, what was it? Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Fool me and never get fooled again. No, I'm kidding. But this is unbelievable. This is real stuff. And we're covering it here because the corporate corrupt media won't tell you what's going on. And they keep telling you to look over here when the global financial markets are on the brink of collapse and not to prepare The most dangerous thing going on in this world, and I'm going to get into this in the next segment. I'm going to cut these into segments. They're going to be separate podcasts, but the next segment is going to be on how the real cover-up here and the most danger is not coronavirus, is not the vax. It's actually the financial markets. This is all a distraction from the collapse of the financial markets that was prolonged from 2008-2009 that is now on the verge of being insolvent. I got great videos on that, what to do with your money, how to prepare. A lot of people are waking up. I've heard very good statistics of 30% of the people are now awake and realizing what's going on. We've been conned. It was a pandemic. It was a huge wealth transfer. Bill Gates is a schmuck. Klaus Schwab is a schmuck. Listen, when Klaus Schwab, who literally is like an evil villain from a cartoon, goes on camera and goes, no one will be safe until everybody is vaccinated. You should go the opposite way. You should not get vaccinated. Okay. That's just a thought. Okay. When a villain tells you to drink the poison, you shouldn't drink the poison. Okay. Contrary to what you, your gut tells you, no, listen to your gut. You're, you got to tell people to listen to their true gut because your gut knows what's going on. The propaganda is fucking with your mind. It's total mind control that's going on here, but this is all real stuff, real news, In fact, I will play one more thing before I get into the finance stuff, which is actually, uh, another, another truth teller, another patriot, uh, Naomi, well, Naomi Wolf, but this is actually someone who works with her at dailycloud.io. Highly suggest you do that. Um, this is important. Oh, this is, this is actually from, uh, Naomi Wolf. This was on Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew's getting into real stuff, had an incredible episode yesterday. I'm going to play clips of that, but this was just posted from News Nancy. Uh, we've liked each other's tweets back and forth, but you will not want to hear this conspiracy theory. I've been permission to share it and ask you to share it. She's being facetious. If that's the right word, I don't have a big vocabulary, but take a listen to this. We'll end on this and then we'll get into the other stuff. Um, but yeah, nothing to see here, just forced vaccinations and all this stuff. So here's Naomi Wolf telling you something important. Here we go. Statement that it was
4: it wasn't based on any studies involving pregnant women. Pregnant women were excluded from the trials. Right. The statement that it was safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats followed for 42 days. The baby rats were sacrificed in, in utero. They weren't allowed to get born so that the scientists could assess if they were developing normally, eating, thriving. And the scientists and doctors concluded that the fetal rats were fine. Um, those scientists and doctors were employees and shareholders of Pfizer. In the Pfizer documents, there's a section that shows that 270 women got pregnant nonetheless, even though they were excluded from the trials. Uh, Pfizer lost the records of 232 of them. Of the 38 who Pfizer followed to conclusion, which they're supposed to do for all of them by law, 28 of those mothers lost their babies. 28 of 32 of them lost their babies. Um, we now know the mechanism, as I mentioned. They lost the. Pa- oh,
0: by the way, we're doing a trial that um, needs to, you know, we're doing it because we're going to do a mass vaccination program and we're going to inject 4 billion people into an experiment. Um, but we lost the papers that show 28 out of 32. Of the women had problems. We 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 lost it. We lost it. Sorry, oops, it was a mistake.
2: It was a it was a cyber attack from Russia. Back to it, Naomi.
4: Dr. Robert Chandler uh, broke down the uh, biodistribution, which confirms what Dr. Victory referenced—a Japanese Pfizer biodistribution study of over a year ago—that shows indeed that the uh, materials don't stay in the injection site, though all the spokes you know, models swore that they did um, but in fact they travel to throughout the body within 15 minutes and concentrate especially in the liver, the adrenals, the spleen, and the ovaries. But what Dr. Chandler found is that in the 48 hours of that this experiment lasted and why did they cut it off at 48 hours right? Why didn't they go on for a week or two weeks or three weeks in the ovaries, the lipid nanoparticles and the spike protein and the mRNA, just accumulate and accumulate and accumulate like 1,800 times um, you know, in the ovaries. And what I want to say is lipid nanoparticles are designed to cross every membrane in the human body. They were designed to cross the blood-brain barrier and bring medicine to tumors of people with brain tumors. But you know, healthy women who are pregnant Uh, were assured that this uh, material could not affect their baby. But in fact, a a 2018 study out of China, and China shows up a lot in in alliance with this, with Pfizer's um, uh, manufacturing and distribution, um, they knew that lipid nanoparticles accumulate in the ovaries, accumulate in the testes, and affect reprimand. So what you're getting is some lipid nanoparticles and spike protein with the first injection, more in the second injection. More in the booster, more in the second booster. And we don't see any mechanism whereby this material leaves the ovaries. And now let me quickly say one more thing that's been discovered by my team. As I mentioned, lipid nanoparticles traverse every membrane in the human body. They're getting into the epididymis. They're getting into the testes. They're affecting, uh, you know, andrology showed they, they drop sperm count. They drop sperm motility. But what they're doing to women is that they traverse the placenta. They traverse the placenta. And right before I got on this podcast, uh, Dr. Jim Thorpe, who's a a gynecologist obstetrician, showed what he's seeing over and over and over these days, uh, which is Images of placentas riddled with calcifications, riddled with calcifications. And so these placentas are compromised. And again, I'm an English major, but if you've got lipid nanoparticles traversing the placenta, it's getting into the amniotic fluid, it's getting into the fetal environment, and you and you are you are compromising the environment of the baby. And and the last thing I'm gonna say is that anecdotally, nurses are saying that they're inducing labor these days because it's too unsafe. For vaccinated moms to give birth naturally because they're having placental uh, problems placental rupture the placenta is not intact and if you're going to send a, a, a product through the body that by the way is covered in polyethylene glycol which is a petroleum byproduct and it's getting into breast milk which i can talk about if you like poisoning babies of vaccinated moms but if you're going to send lipid nanoparticles through the body, you're compromising the placenta, which is the most important membrane that God created to protect the baby. So now we've got a baby die off. Um, you know, infant mortality, neonatal mortality is up 200 percent in Scotland, up 34 percent in a hospital in Haifa. It's uh, it's up to 86 neonatal deaths in in Ontario, where usually they have five or six and birth rates around the world now um, are are have dropped in many countries, 20%. So that is my wrap up of why, in spite of the rush, what was done to to mothers and babies is a massive crime.
0: By the way, you should absolutely read her book, The Bodies of Others. And she brings up a really good point. You have all these women rights people who, when she was, she, Dr. Amy Wolf is speaking out that that these things that these shots are harming women and their reproductive abilities and, and all this stuff. But the women's rights people are sitting out on that March. They're sitting out on that March, that one they're sitting out of But for abortion and all that. Oh, they're going to riot the streets, but the forced vaccination that could make them infertile. They're going to sit that one out. In fact, they're going to be a proponent of forced vaccination. That is so crazy. Her book, the body of others is phenomenal. It's a must read. It's absolutely on the must read list along with COVID-19, the global predators by Peter Brigham and the real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy jr. Those are absolute must reads. Um, Unbelievable. They're trying to erase the internet, buy those books, keep those books, read those books, share those books. Super important. And now that she got into uh, infant mortality and, 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 and birth rates, I'm actually going to play one more uh, uh, video from from Dr. Jane Ruby, and it's uh, deaths of babies and young children increased by 700% after approval of COVID-19 vaccines. Dr. Jane Ruby, infant and toddler deaths are up 700% over previous years. And you remember Japan's recall of of Moderna bottles containing scrap metal? So here's a short clip from Dr. Jane Ruby, another truth teller, another hero, uh, a physician, very smart. Um, Take a listen to this, and and we'll end on on this one. So so here's Dr. Jane Ruby.
2: Baby and toddler deaths are up a shockingly over 700% since these bioweapon shots were authorized for children six months of age and older. The first numbers are coming in uh, and considering the fact that the UK, especially England, uh, that started so much earlier than the United States and the rest of the world, along with Israel, Uh, Not surprising that they are the first to report numbers of baby and toddler deaths. And they are reporting in the very high 600s percent more than all-cause death in children of that age range in any previous year. But in spite of this worldwide death and disability, and in spite of hundreds of millions of Americans that have been permanently injured, and many of them dead from these shots the cdc is still pushing these injections on american babies hell they're pushing it on every living thing on the planet and they've now started a new campaign to get every animal injected every farm animal every pet we also have new intelligence that the cdc is trying to hide baby and toddler deaths by changing the birth dates of those injured forts are uploaded into the system. There's something huge happening in the world. And the fact that no government, no military, no politician, no organizations are doing anything to stop it, they're not even saying anything about it, is unfathomable. I mean, this is, I know this is a lot to take in. I
0: know this podcast is, is a heavy hitter. But someone's got to tell the truth. People need to know the truth. The truth must prevail. It's just the way it is. I know it's hard. Trust me. I've said it before. I want to do a podcast on sports, on heroic stories, on people's journeys. But someone, we need to have people that are courageous. We need to have people that defy the powers that be, that are for the people, the real people, you, I, the regular everyday schmo. Okay? Yes, I like the sound sh- Schmuck schmo, I like it. Okay, I think it sounds funny. I think it's good. Maybe you don't like it. I'll change it. But this is massive. And now I'm going to get into the business side. But I'll end on this: the fact that Elon Musk is closing the deal on Twitter. If he brings all the people back on the physicians that were deplatformed, then this will—I think that that will be the thing that cracks the egg and the truth just flows out and that everyone is held accountable who should be held accountable. It could be Elon has created the most successful, the, the most valuable car company, the most valuable rocket company. He created PayPal, you know, co-founded all that. Stuff. Well, he had X.com and now he's trying to use X.com to create the everything app and says Twitter accelerates that, but he's going to be remembered. I think for protecting free speech, For getting the truth out there, for bringing civilization back together. You don't want to have social media platforms or any platform that are echo chambers of the same opinions. That is not good. You want to, in fact, I believe the real world will be safer if you have all sides on Twitter so people can hash it out on there instead of having these one sided ideas just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and and everyone goes nuts. You need to have combative forces. On ground zero. And I think Elon Musk is going to be remembered for the man who restored free speech and civilization. I know this is crazy, but as you know, on this podcast, the predictions have been spot on. In fact, I don't think we've been wrong about anything. Some are still pending, like Bill Gates being tried and and, and getting indicted for crimes against humanity. I think that's going to happen. We just don't know yet. We just don't know. So I'm going to get into the finance stuff about how this is all a cover up for the global markets and you know what you should be doing because trust me, I'll, this is a journey we're both on together. Also thank you to the two people who donated on uh, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. If you appreciate this work, it would mean the world to me if you donated. Cause I, I, I got to get enough money from the people there to keep this baby going. So I, I really hope even if it's, you know, there's one that's five ninety nine a month just to donate, help out, Two people have already done it. I appreciate it. If you appreciate what I'm doing, trust me, to start this podcast was really difficult. Every ounce of my being is like, don't speak out, don't speak out. But as time has went on and more people have spoken out, it feels good that I started doing the right thing earlier on. So if you appreciate this, please go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy, donate five ninety nine. dollars It would be awesome. It helps, it helps a lot because I'm never taking advertisement from corporations. I have to be funded by the people for the people forever the people the people the people um if you haven't subscribed to the jonathan Cogan show please subscribe on spotify apple podcast wherever you get your podcasts and please go to rumble.com and my account name is ownership economy as well you could probably search that or the jonathan Cogan show subscribe there i'm always live there i want to take that channel to the moon and back or mars and back and um I'm going to get into another segment. I'm going to chop this baby up into segments. This is a big episode. This is huge. It's obviously going to be censored. So please share it with at least one person and, and you know, let's grow this thing. And again, if you like the videos on Spotify, cause I used to have videos on Spotify through anchor. If you were one of those people that were like, yeah, I want that shit back. Go to rumble.com forward slash. I think it's forward slash user forward slash ownership economy or search it. And, um, and just leave a comment be like, I want the video on Spotify again. And I will bring that back. And I will get rid of Transistor. I just need to know. I didn't have very good metrics on it, but I don't care about the metrics. I care about the people. That's the truth. That is the real truth. So leave a comment. If I don't get any comments, then I'm not going to go back to putting the video on Spotify. But you had a lot of people watch a lot of hours there. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into finance. Share this with someone. Thank you for listening to Jonathan Cogan's show. I love you. I love you. I love you. I do have an amazing day or night, wherever you are in this world, whether you're in Germany and you're running out of energy, or if you're in Australia and they're forcing vaccination in your eyeballs, or you're in America where you can't say anything, otherwise you'll be jailed. It's okay. We're going to make it through this together. We're going, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end. Oh, we got some Ukraine news to get into Ukraine, Russia news is very important as well. This isn't the end of the world. It's a changing world. The world is drastically changing. The legacy institutions are failing, obviously. Lost trust in mainstream media and stuff. Everything's just changing, okay? It's changing. So don't be pessimistic. It's a very hard time. It's going to be much harder, probably January of 2023 and stuff. But it is going to be much better on the other side. Much better on the other side. Much better. So it's a changing world, not the end of the world. I just want you to remember that. So again, thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. And uh, I hope you listen to the next
2: couple segments. I think I'm going to have two segments, maybe one, but we'll see. All right. Bye, guys and gals.